Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and tries to revivify a dying man for every movie show in one shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore rewind and give us a five star rating on whatever podcast app you are using. And with that, today's episode is uh, Runaways, Season 1, Episode 8, Tsunami. Original air date, Boxing Day, December 26, 2017. And here's a quick rundown of what happened in this episode. After shooting Victor, Janet sends a one-word text to the rest of the Pride parents. They explain to Chase that uh, they cannot call the cops uh, because... uh, they just can't, uh, so they'll do something to help Victor. When the Yorks eventually arrive, they try to do something, but they're not surgeons. Eventually, Leslie shows up and says she'll call Frank. At this point, it's been at a minimum an hour since Victor was shot. Finally, Frank arrives and uses his healing powers to do something. Doesn't do anything, and then later Victor uh, dies. So finally, Jonah arrives. Jonah will save Frank uh, the way he gets revived, but it means that he needs another body to convert. He chooses Leslie. Uh, After some argument, uh, Jonah says Victor needs to live, otherwise he kills everyone in Pride and also their children. Leslie agrees to get in the box to save Chase. I'm going to stop you real quick, dude. Uh, Janet. Not Leslie. Oh, I I keep saying that. (laughs) All right. Should I just start over? I mean, we can leave this in. Anyway, uh, uh, Jonah chooses uh, Janet uh, to get into the box so that, uh, and then eventually she says yes, so that way she can save uh, her son Chase. Uh, While Janet is uh, away, uh, Robert gets in the box. Jonah doesn't care as long as it's someone he sees expendable. And so as a result, Tina destroys the box, saving Robert's life. With the box destroyed, Robert and Tina's marriage is immediately repaired, and Jonah puts Victor in the pod to keep him in stasis. While all of that stuff was going on, Chase calls Gert, uh, but she's busy hanging out with her dinosaur. So then he calls Carolina, uh, and then says the minimum required amount to make her worry before hanging up. So then Carolina calls Nico, uh, who also doesn't pick up her phone, and then Carolina calls Molly, who also doesn't pick up. Finally, Carolina calls Gert. Uh, separately, Alex reveals his deep, dark secret to Nico, uh, and that there's uh, more that he's uh, always known, including about the night Amy was murdered. Uh, he goes into a flashback, explaining that Amy's mom put a keylogger on her laptop, and Amy goes on to meet with that non-Asgardian guy that works for Tina and hits on teenagers. Uh, Alex then says that uh, eight, or sorry, that that guy says Amy should admit to her mom uh, that she cracked his password. Uh, Amy is against that because she is super duper scared of Tina. Uh, And then back in present day, Nico finds Amy's backpack, which includes Amy's phone. Separately, uh, Molly gets dropped off at her second cousin's house. Uh, She gets an envelope with a mysterious note that says, Find Elyon, her elephant. And there's also a key inside. After going to bed, she sneaks out to a nearby train station and finds a VHS tape. Lastly, Alex decrypts the video of the Pride parents killing all of those teenagers. Uh, The runaway teens debate what to do next. Some want to turn the parents into the police, others don't. After a fight, Chase destroys the laptop with the only proof they had. Alex learns a valuable lesson of using cloud backups. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
All right. Uh, moving on to our fast facts. On your left. Uh huh. On my left. Got it. Next stop, Cavity Town. Right on, little dude. You got super speed. I do. You didn't see that coming. What you got for us? Uh, there are a lot of uh, cloud backup solutions that you can get for free or cheap. Uh, personally, <laughs> I use the one that's built into uh, Windows uh, OneDrive. Uh, I know a lot of phones have these uh, now. I uh, think the the ones on the iPhone are are uh, uh, you get a free amount, but those are, are pretty low. But anyway, there, there's a lot of options. Definitely use cloud backup so that way um, we can eventually get past. Uh, destroying the only copy being a plot point that can be used. No, it will always be a plot point, though, because, like, people movies are going to have only one copy if it's necessary for the plot. Yeah, so many of those things. Uh, right? Like, um, I can't think of an example, but so many of those. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. How about you? Any fast facts? Uh, only one, really. Uh, the title is Tsunami. Uh, code word probably uses to let everyone know that a huge wave of terrible things is happening. But also, um, Tsunami is a reference to, uh, and I didn't know this, um, Runaways was under the Tsunami imprint for Marvel Comics that lasted from 2003 to 2005. Uh, interesting. Yeah, and I copied this. Apparently they didn't have a goal. Uh, like have you know so like um, Vertigo is more adult stuff, or um, Boom is like Marvel's like kitty stuff, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, this is what I found on two different the Marvel Wiki and Wikipedia had the exact same paragraph, so I'm assuming it's fact. Um, okay. Marvel's goal was to create a comic comic books that would appeal to manga readers. Other than in art, the titles shared a little in common. With example, Runaways and Sentinels were aimed at uh, younger teenagers, while Mystique touch it was touching on espionage and darker themes better suited for older adults. So it's like it has like manga esque uh, art style, but otherwise there's nothing, um, <laughs> nothing connecting them. Okay, so it's just kind of the we can't get you in one of these other boxes. You're going here kind of yep. things yeah all right and so i've never read the uh the runaways comics is it a manga style art no i mean i i, I haven't read a lot of manga but i mean manga is similar art style to anime right mm -hmm. yeah no not not really it's more <laughs> it's like more of a modern feel than i would have gotten from a 2003 um art style or 2004 is when the um, comic came out but um it feels much more modern maybe we've moved towards a manga style because manga is so popular now but mm -hmm. i never it never occurred to me that that's what they were going for at all gotcha okay yeah this also explains to me because like I was reading a little bit more about this, and Runaways was the only hit. Runaways and New Mutants were the only hits from that um, imprint. And I always was curious why they canceled the first volume at um, at 18 issues. Uh, because I knew it was selling really well. It's because when they canceled Tsunami, they just canceled all of them. And then a few months, like six months later, they brought back with volume two 
of Runaways, and I think New Mutants is the only other one that uh, continued after that was canceled. Oh, okay. Interesting. Uh, Did you ever see the New Mutants movie? Unfortunately. (laughs) Yes, Uh, I did. Okay. (laughs) I, (laughs) uh, I started it and did not go back. Uh, I, I think I only got like 45 minutes in. Uh, yeah. I will finish it eventually, but it was it was tough. Um, Every summer, I have a goal of movies to watch. You know, like, um, hmm. I've watched, like, last year, I watched all of the X-Men movies um, throughout the summer. Hmm. Um, I, I get to, like, and then later in the year, I tried to watch the Fantastic uh not the fantastic four uh the fast and furious <laughs> movies and didn't finish still even though you uh, bought them for me <laughs> but um that's fair <laughs> i don't blame yeah. you <laughs> uh this year i'm being more ambitious with uh i'm going to try to watch all of steven spielberg's movies which literally counts for i need to watch one a day uh starting next week so we'll see how that happens oh wow yeah okay but yeah Good luck. so uh new Mutants was the last one that came out and I really liked Magic, the um the character of Magic. Uh mm-hmm. and that's it. That's the only thing I liked about that movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Anyway. Um ready to talk about our heroes? <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I something. never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Prove it. Prove what? That you're Peter Parker. I don't carry an ID with me, you know, it kind of defeats the whole anonymous superhero thing. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type of... <laughs> So for so I've got Alex and Nico kind of partnered up because they're together most of the time. Mm-hmm. That works for me. We can start with them. Yeah. Um. So Alex Nico confronts Alex like, "How do you know the password?" Uh, last episode, uh, because they have to string that along for a couple episodes, so they have enough material for mm-hmm. ten episode season. Um, and she finds out that Alex has a voicemail from the night Amy died. So instead of finding out more information, Nico almost leaves without finding out anything else because she's in a rage. Yeah, she gets so angry that he didn't tell her. And then he convinces her to stay. And she says, OK, I'm going to stay, but you're going to tell me everything. Like, I, uh, Which is okay. was his plan anyway. <laughs> I, I, I think so. I assumed that was his plan. Huh? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so. Uh, yeah, he knows Tina's password because Amy knew Tina's password uh, when she hacked Wizard. And being, you know, Wizard's like the highest tech security firm, after being hacked, Tina never changed her password. So that was lucky. Well, uh, I mean, her daughter died, so it's not like she was going to tell anyone what the password was. But she literally point, did so tell no somebody. She literally told somebody what the password was. <laughs> she didn't know that. She just assumed that, she, that Amy was the only one who had it. So it, it was probably safe. She's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it's only been two years. How often should you change your password? Uh, the more recent recommendations is actually never. 
uh, start with the secure password. Oh. If there is a data breach, change it. But that's it. No, that whole thirty day, ninety day thing. I mean, okay, that's uh, that's the um, I, the, the joke is like, yeah, make your password, you know, my password, uh, and then uh, my password one, my password two, my password three. Like, th- mm-hmm. there's no point <laughs> at that point. It's it's not like making it more secure. It's just forcing yeah. you to change your password. Sorry for going on this tangent. No, um, it's fine. I asked but, you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but having a password that's anyway, yes. small, uh, short enough, and easy enough that you can type into a pin real quickly—probably not the best password. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that is a horrible password. Um, I'm surprised it took. Uh, it. Oh no, never mind. I was thinking about the the decryption password. That would be something different. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of surprised that they're not hacked more often. You know what? Maybe they are, and they just don't tell anyone. Uh, <laughs> that that could be it. <laughs> or they're systematically like catching all the hackers and killing them because like just don't change the password if someone uses that password other than tina kill them i would also believe that one yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> um yeah so uh alex didn't want to tell her because it would hurt and she was already wearing dark lipstick so how couldn't imagine it getting any worse Mm-hmm. yeah um yeah so she she leaves in a rage after almost leaving in a rage uh after she finds out what happened to uh amy and finds mm-hmm. amy's backpack and phone apparently she just didn't look very hard the first time yeah that's that felt a little weird like it, it was it was under the bed no it, like it was wedged between the wall and the bed but still oh, that's right okay if you were looking thoroughly You'd find it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's. I mean, maybe they just didn't. They didn't care to look thoroughly. Like, well, it's lost to time. It's fine. It's lost to time. Yeah. <laughs> it's lost to time <laughs> in the bedroom. The, I mean, someday they'll sell the house and move out, and then they'll find it. Like, and oh, okay, the, it was here all along. And Nico and Tina will both jump for it at the exact same time. Yep, exactly. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I was actually worried that she was going to turn on the phone and would still have a charge after two years. <laughs> yeah, I, at least they did that part right. <laughs> yeah. And then um, Alex decrypts the video of... I thought it was going to be the video of a murder. Apparently it's a video of all the murders. <laughs> or uh, Yeah, I was expecting holder. that. Um, yeah, like, okay. At least they got them all. That's... That's yeah. a lot of evidence, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Although, I mean, in a court of law that Catherine will obviously be defending um, herself, um, mm-hmm. it just looks like a magic trick, right? It doesn't look like murder because they just disappear. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, maybe they would look into it and find that none of those people are around anymore, and that would get suspicious. Um, Destiny specifically uh yeah oh then again uh actually i think in this season victor like he has to strangle her or something right so yeah her body winds up on shore yeah okay so they'll they'll have actual hard proof of victor killing someone that's it yeah i mean like obviously the box doesn't kill people because destiny didn't die from the box yeah yeah that's exactly it it teleports them somewhere 
and that's it. Like, which I assume would be their uh, their defense. Yep. Well, I guess we'll find out when they go to jail. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. looking forward to to that. Um, All right, uh, who do you want to jump to next? Uh, I guess Chase is probably good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, freaking out about dad being shot, right? Which understandable. He's also bleeding. The Fistigons, like, is it from him hitting the ground, or did the Fistigons make him bleed? Uh, I don't think the Fistigons hit him in, in last week's episode. Uh, yeah, I yeah, think... they did because um, oh, they... Victor used him on on him once. Okay, was about all right, okay. I couldn't remember. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I mean, it could have been that. Just, I mean, there was other blunt force trauma, right? Like yeah. Victor was hitting him before that too, so it could have That's been from true. that. But yeah, it, it could be from any any number of things that happened during that uh, assault that he uh, was given. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but he's got head trauma, so obviously mm-hmm. mom gives him alcohol for it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, at that point, at that point, he deserves yeah. it. <laughs> he needs a drink. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. He he needs to calm down. She knows he you know senses are heightened. Maybe that is mm-hmm. actually something that will help him in that moment. Uh, yeah. So yeah, and then he calls the girls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, call, calls yeah. Gert. Doesn't pick up. Gets his way down to Carolina, and then just says, "Never mind." Yeah. So like, All right. Yeah. And then Carolina, you know, just like you should do with your friends, Carolina drops it. Like, nope, he's fine. I guess. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, what else I, we got for not much else. Okay. <laughs> not much else happens with him, right? He uh, later in the episode, Gert shows up. He sees the dinosaur. That's it. Um, and then, and then we get to the end of the episode, and he he and Alex get into a fight mm-hmm. uh, about the the data. So Chase still, even after all of this, still loves his dad, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, doesn't want to turn them in, or maybe maybe he's trying to protect his mom. That's all I yeah, got. He, yeah, probably. I mean, both because he's like saying, "Oh, his dad's good now. It was the drug, the serum, the DNA, whatever it is that made him crazy." Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I mean, you've got a pattern of experiences, man, and only one of those is outlier, and it's not the abuse. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the one day of him being nice is the uh, uh, happened after the drug, so I don't, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. All right. Do we want to go to Gert and I have Gert and Carolina together, and then Molly by herself. Yeah, let's do uh, Gert and Carolina. Their story at least folds in with everything else we've been talking about. Yeah. So Gert, uh, uh, after the calls, like Carolina calls Gert. And Gert just puts everything together about Chase kissed her, but she doesn't want to be with Chase because she likes Nico, but Nico likes Alex, and just says this all to Carolina. Uh, mm-hmm. Knowing knowing Carolina's reaction last time Gert just kind of got in her business like this, I'm surprised she didn't just hang up the phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, Carolina got so angry last time, and this time mm-hmm. she's like, 
Yeah, whatever. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, on the bright side, that, that's that's growth on Carolina's side, right? Like she's at least admitting it to uh-huh. herself and starting to admit that to other people. So that's that's something that's good for her. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So they all go to uh, Chase's house with the dinosaur in the trunk. With the mm-hmm. back seat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the back seat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, why did they bring the dinosaur? For protection, I guess. Okay. Second follow-up question. Why didn't mm-hmm. they bring the dinosaur inside? <laughs> uh, wait, what do you mean, why didn't they bring the dinosaur? Because they, they she picked the lock. Gert and mm-hmm. Carolina go in. And then are surprised when the dinosaur jumps on the roof and jumps down. Oh. So they did not intend to bring the dinosaur inside. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Um, my assumption is that was done to look cool. Because now you have a dinosaur jumping around. I, I do genuinely think half of the scenes with the dinosaur are just there for visual effects. Uh, but they didn't yeah. like pay for the good visual effects where like <laughs> the dinosaurs actually interacting with things. So it's just like they have the 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 camera on something and then and then the you know, the dinosaur is jumping around and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with this is like they have a dinosaur because in the comics they have a dinosaur and the dinosaur is awesome. But also they can't afford to do it really well. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So she's not in it as much as she should be. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just presuming they go through the house and up to Chase's bedroom without anybody noticing. And then um, Carolina comes downstairs and kind of confronts her dad while Chase is confronting her dad. Uh, and Carolina presumably tells her dad about the murders we cut away but what else would she have told him yeah that's right i I forgot about that yeah she's like because she says hey you know we need your your help i forget exactly what it was um but yeah, yeah i mean i guess we'll find out next week um yeah yeah and later um caroline when they're back with the group before chase destroys the um computer she says that her dad will help them obviously there's no confidence there but you know yeah i mean maybe she gave him just enough so that he's like all right well at least it's an adult helping us in in some way and like she'll say maybe she said something like hey listen uh that cult thingy i think there's some illegal stuff we have Mm -hmm. some evidence will you help us make sure it gets to people like maybe that's what she said right yeah and she doesn't know that frank has superpowers now from Jonah, so she he probably wouldn't want to give those up. Yeah, ooh, yeah, that's right. Although, so he he's, did he's just murder him. Victor on accident. <laughs> using those powers. <laughs> uh, did he murder Victor? I thought he just didn't save him. And Victor, Victor, just well, died Victor died, him. and they blamed him for it. Oh, yeah, okay, that's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you want to know my biggest problem with this movie? Or this episode? <laughs> Uh yes yes I do. What's your the dinosaur ate all of Chase's plants, <laughs> but he's a herb. He's a carnivore, which means 
either they're wrong about the Deinonychus's diet, because he's definitely a carnivore, or Gert is making him eat plants, which will eventually kill him. I, I, for, I agree with you. Um, <laughs> I, I assume the Deinonychus just, just ate whatever it could. No, because then it would eat all those plants in its uh-huh. uh, chamber uh, at at the house. Uh, yeah, and then and Dale and Stacy wouldn't have to buy so much Mexican food. Yeah, exactly. So Gert, is yeah, I, uh, <laughs> this doesn't. It wouldn't surprise me if Gert was not following a dinosaur's recommended diet because she thinks it's harmful to eat meat or something. <laughs> I I did think that that was weird too, uh, seeing it eat those plants. Mm-hmm. Um, it just felt like a, I, like again, just a way to maybe throw some humor at the situation. Um, and to show off, hey, look, we can we can show the dinosaur eating a plant. Yeah, there we go. We'll we'll throw some money at that uh, amount of visual effects. <laughs> I think it'd be better if then if uh, he walked in and the dinosaur was ripping into his cat or something. There you go. That would at least you're <laughs> like chasing the cat something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else for uh, Chase? Uh, no, but Gert and Carolina. Uh, oh yeah them too <laughs> yeah um you know i actually had one other thing uh with with carolina um because you, you had already called out that that gert calls out to carolina that hey carolina you want to be with nico and you don't want to be alone with chase and all this stuff yeah and i had mentioned before that like you know rewatching this first season all of that stuff um about carolina being the girls and all that stuff like it's something that completely went over my head which rewatching it now i'm like oh yeah it's it's totally obvious they were mm-hmm. spelling it out like even here they were spelling it out but i specifically remember not realizing it until the season finale so <laughs> like oh okay you just weren't paying attention <laughs> that that very well could be it yes yeah. <laughs> I was I was kind of pushing myself to watch this show at the time. I was yeah. I was not uh, caring for it too much. So that might have been it. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Molly? Yeah. Um Dale and Stacy leave her at uh her second cousin Graciela's house. Um also very poorly uh handled worse than last time because they also have to leave because of the tsunami text message. So, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, they just kind of say like, all right, you're being dropped off by and like how much heads up did the second cousin get? Because uh, I mean, the the Yorks just found out like that morning, right? Or that afternoon when mm-hmm. when the Wilders came up to them. They're like, hey, you should send Molly away here. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I mean. No one's ready for it to just accept a teenager into your home, but she was mm-hmm. fine with it because, like, she had a letter for as soon as Dale and Stacy left to give to um Molly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is so mean, right? Like, all right, here's this this letter. Here's something from your parents. Now go to bed. Don't think about that at all. Oh. Right. Mm-hmm. And the letter just has a key in it and says, "Find Elian." Um, mm-hmm. 
So she makes this connection of like Ellie's her little elephant, right? And she still has the uh-huh. elephant. Yeah. And she remembers this one time she lost the elephant on the train. So she knows to go to the train station. That seems like a yeah, jump I mean, of logic too big for me. <laughs> I agree. Um, I don't know where else she would think to use a key. So maybe she knows this train stations have lockers. Uh, but yes, no, I, yeah. I agree. Um, if it wasn't the first place she went to, that would at least help. Like maybe, maybe she goes to like five or six different train stations. Maybe that could have been better. But no, it's just the first one she goes to. Yeah, my first thought was like, well, apparently she needs to tear open her stuffed animal because something's an alien. Yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. But I guess not. I do appreciate that she almost uses her superpowers to bust open that window before she loses a latch. Like, <laughs> I mean, because cause, uh, Graciela, she didn't do anything. She doesn't deserve a broken window. Um, yeah, she exactly. also, yeah, also, uh, this little girl she's watching runs away the first night she's there, so it's not going to be great. Yeah, no, yeah, uh, I don't know if Molly makes it back in time. I, I don't remember, but not in this episode. We'll see what happens next episode. Yeah, yeah, true. Because okay. the last line in this whole episode is. Her at the train station opening up and pulling a VHS and not knowing what a VHS is. <laughs> uh, that's which is fair. I, I guess we're at that point now where someone yeah, of that age. Been, yeah, she would have been born in two thousand. Let's see, this is two thousand seven. She would have been born in two thousand four. So yeah, she wouldn't have no idea what VHS is. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's well into the uh, the DVD uh, mm-hmm. world. So yeah, she. Even though at this point in time everything is streaming, she's still like, "Oh yeah, obviously she knows what DVDs are, or Blu-rays at least." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm good with our heroes. Yeah, same here. Again, another one where the story was really just around the parents. So, yeah. mm-hmm. cool. Let's take a quick break, and then we'll talk about the parents. Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start craving hazelnuts. Not bad. Excuse me, miss. You know anything about a lady blowing a hole through the roof of that blockbuster over there? Witness says she was dressed for laser tag. You're so gorgeous. Thank you. I can't say anything to your face. Tony, whose face is so gorgeous? Uh, well, I was about to say mine, but now I'm not so sure, so... <laughs> Exactly. The heavenly bodies in the sky, also known as planets. If you're like me, you want to speak to planets, uh, but you can't because they're very, very far away. And that's why you should invest in the product from this week's sponsor, Telemicroscopes. They're still working on the name, but the product is solid. Now, I said invest, not purchase. I want to be clear, this company is still in the Kickstarter phase, but that's okay because there's never been a single Kickstarter product that failed to ship. Once you get your telemicroscope, or whatever it will be called when it ships in seven, eight years, you can stare off into space and then talk. That's right, I said talk to everything you see. See a planet? You can say, you're so gorgeous, right to its face. A moon? Go ahead and make fun of the way it talks. It's a moon. Moons are stupid. (laughs) How about if you see a comet? Don't make fun of the way it talks. By the way, everyone knows comets can talk, right? Right? Yeah. Okay. 
Yep, good. Anyway, use promo code MCU Rewind to be able to vote on the final name of this product. Yeah. <laughs> any any right. closer, Tony, at what the theme is? Um No. I like okay. looked up to see if there was a song called You're So Gorgeous. Is it Taylor Swift songs? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, that's the it, thing. Is it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, they're all from uh, the album that came out the month uh, the Runaways premiered. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I don't know about. <laughs> oh, no, you thought I was kidding? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, I do think you're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, all of these, yeah, all of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, like, <laughs> I'm glad I figured that out. Like, I go, I had to Google it. It was just like gorgeous Taylor Swift. Yeah, that that seems like it could be because like last week I thought it was like Prince songs. I'm like maybe it is someone's songs. <laughs> yeah, you said song. And I thought, oh, you're on the right track. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I've been going. Uh, you know, this is uh, episode eight, so this had to be track number eight on the on the album. So I've been going off of that. All right. Well, are there ten tracks? Be- uh, there's 15, so we're going to miss five songs, but, uh, oh, but you know, I, I had to go with a theme that, uh, fit the show because I mean, they're teenagers and, uh, my assumption is every teenager listens to Taylor Swift. That was, that was the assumption. I almost want to think of a better idea for you, but I don't want to break your heart. <laughs> you know, there's a band called the runaways, right? I do now. Or Very I popular. did before and then forgot. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe I did and then forgot. <laughs> it's too good. Okay. Yep. <laughs> All right, our villains. Yeah, our villains. All right. <laughs> I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Who's been messing up everything? It's all um, um, I don't have them split up. <laughs> I just have pride and all the notes just because they're all together in every <laughs> yeah, scene. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I guess if you want to go in order of yeah. them showing up, uh, you know, we have um, whose name I have to look up. Janet. Janet sends mm-hmm. the text message. Um, and then uh, so the first people to show up, at least, are the Wilders. Um, now, actually, so they... the Minorus are already there. Oh, they are? Yeah, because remember, the Wilders think when they see the Minorus are there, they think Tina did it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, okay. All right. Huh. Yeah. So my first note, before I found out they sent a group or uh, yeah, group text out, I thought they were just calling people individually. It's like really they called Tina and um Robert first instead of the doctors, but no, it was a group text. Mm, okay. At least that makes some more sense. Yeah. Um a little bit more context I think would have been a good idea uh in mm-hmm. the text. Um, mainly so that the the doctor people can show up a little sooner and help. But okay. no, I mean, like they're smarter than children. They're not just <laughs> texting 
what exactly is happening because it's a crime. Okay, that's fair. That, that one. <laughs> All right. Fine. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, they think Tina did something, which is fair. I mean, Janet is uh, sleeping with her husband. Um, mm-hmm. But we find out that last time they got the tsunami text, Molly's parents were dead. So it's not a happy text. No, 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 it's not. Uh, and that also explains why, why um, you know, the Wilders showed up and, and they're immediately like, yeah, OK, I'm just going to pull out a pistol right now just to, just to be safe yeah do you think because they live in la if there was an actual tsunami would they not evacuate and all head towards like janet's house and oh they they must live on like a, a hill of some sort uh, i okay. don't really know anything about brentwood where they live but yeah they they i'm sure they live uh high enough in like a, a mountain area that they they would not be affected I'm sure they're good. Yeah, but then they see it and they all have to drive through the valley. They get I don't know. I don't know the geography of LA. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it depends on where they need to go. I'm sure they can get a helicopter. Well, they all they go have to Janet's the house because they all knew to go to Janet's house. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Janet and Victor's. But yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I so they they show up. I'm actually kind of surprised Tina was not able to use her staff to help Victor in some way to pull out the. It never even occurred to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know what she would do. Maybe she has to know what to do, and if she has no medical training, then she's like, "Well, I could just kill him kill faster." Him? So maybe, <laughs> yeah, I maybe yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, no, that didn't even occur to me. And he, she has the staff we see at the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she she brought it with her. She uses it later to destroy the the other box. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I really like Jeffrey coming in and sees Tina with a gun, which she's holding for no reason, um, other than for this drama. But he pulls yeah. the, his gun. He's about to probably shoot Tina because she assumes that she he just shot Victor. But then he sees Chase. He goes, hey, buddy, how's it going? How are you doing, man? Just like, you know, kind of friendly uncle mode. I was like, no, this is not the time. You are not acting appropriately for uh, Victor being shot and bleeding on the floor. Yeah, exactly. Like, that was... That was an interesting change, <laughs> like a very quick change. Like, uh, I I do kind of like that. Um, like he wasn't prepared for it, right? And that's kind of yeah. like maybe he overacted because of that. Like I, I that's my headcanon for for the reason why he was so weird in that moment. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I get that if you're trying to hide something, like at work uh at school i'll be talking to another staff about something serious right and the kid will come up and i'll be like oh hey man how's, how's it going get like i'll get to where you're supposed to be going stuff like that to get him away but it's just like yeah you gotta change the moment and that's just his default like if he's doing pride stuff he needs to change his attitude to like hey don't pay attention to what boring stuff we adults are doing but mm-hmm. yeah okay that, that makes sense I'm i'm sure he's done that uh, with Alex and even those kids, like a lot of times before in the past, mm-hmm. like when they were younger and were always together. Mm. Yeah. 
So the next thing that happens is Dale and Stacy show up, right? Because they're doctors, but mm-hmm. they haven't practiced since the 90s, and they don't have any medical supplies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they at least know words and some stuff, but... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they get the bullet out of the shoulder. Um, much like most things in the world, this reminds me a lot about D&D. <laughs> um, in okay, D&D... Fair. Uh, you can do a medicine check, and you can't bring someone, like, heal someone without magic, but you can stabilize them so they're not bleeding out, and they'll be in a coma. A coma for the next eight hours. That's what's happening here. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they have no blood. They have no sterilized um, instruments. They don't even have gloves, which you'd think they would at least have in the lab. But no. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and that's when, um, oh, I forgot her name, uh, Mrs. York. Uh, uh, Stacy. Stacy, yeah, Stacy, like, she just puts her finger right into uh, Victor's body, right, to, I think, to get the yep. bullet out? I, I don't know. No, okay, it's, to, yeah. like, it's to stop the flow of blood from because she's putting it in, like, an artery or something. Mm, okay, got it. Yeah, uh, again, just putting that in there with no 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 gloves i assume at a minimum she probably washed her hands uh, or at I, least I licked her, her finger so all the germs are off okay of it. yeah that's that's better than nothing <laughs> uh i <laughs> i didn't look at her hands i don't know like does she have long fingernails or or not uh, i assume she's the type of person who doesn't yeah uh, want long fingernails but you know maybe <laughs> um yeah so uh Leslie shows up um, after overhearing Carolina on the phone, and she calls Frank to heal Victor. Um, yeah. Okay. So, so all of the Pride parents get a message ex- except um, Leslie. It seems. Yes. Uh, so all those parents show up. That's some amount of time, and then Leslie shows up, and then she says to call Frank. Like, how much time do you think has gone by? since Frank was shot by the time, sorry, since Victor was shot by the time Frank arrives to try and heal him. Oh, God. I mean, at least two hours, right? If not longer. Yeah, that's what I'm, mm-hmm, yeah. Like, I don't know how far they all live from each other, but it's, it takes some time, at least 20 minute drive to each other's houses. Mm-hmm. Bare minimum. They they all seem to go to the same school. I don't know if it's like a private school or not. Let's assume it's a public school. Actually, I think it so. is a private school because um, Molly's um, second cousin says she's going to the new school to a new school, and um, it's not as fancy as your private school, but it's nice because the we- the weather guy went there <laughs> or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Okay. Fine. <laughs> then, then uh, I guess they can be wherever. Uh, but let's say let's say they're all twenty minutes away from each other. Just yeah. to throw a number out, that's that that's a while. At, at least forty minutes for Leslie to show up at the house, mm-hmm. bare minimum. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I'm sure an hour, hours, if yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So Frank shows up. Apparently, he used to be part of Pride, like before he got his mind wiped. Because Dale asks if he's back in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 
Okay, which, you know, a couple weeks ago we were talking about that mind-wiping serum that the Yorks has created, uh, and we weren't sure, like, how well it works, but I guess mm. I guess it is targeted, because if Frank was a part of Pride for a while, and he forgot all of that, but remembers other stuff about his life, then I guess it's pretty good? Pretty how, active, or yeah, how long accurate, ago maybe? did his mind get wiped, do you think? Uh, that's a good question. Um... I mean, at least a few years. Yeah, because Carolina thinks he's not part of Pride. They're not like hush hush oh. about the members. Hmm. Remember, she she talks to him about like, yeah, you're not part of this, uh, or you're not part of that, and you like, uh, he's the only like good parent out of all of them. She's talked to in previous episodes. Yeah, that's a good point. Also, he was not there at the first Pride event. Um, yeah, because we saw that flashback of the the first pride of them killing the the guy. Um, so I guess maybe he just showed up later. So maybe maybe he was only in like four or five of them. So maybe maybe it's been ten years. Yeah, maybe when the Possible. the teenagers were all like six, I could see that. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, but so he comes with his healing hands gloves thing, and they say he kills Victor. Um. Apparently, it's good enough for tumors, but not good enough for gun gunshot wounds. Yeah, I, I mean, it, his powers just shrink things. It's not actually like healing powers. <laughs> he shrank the tumor. Um, he shrank Victor's artery. <laughs> God. Uh, what did he do to the old man he healed? He shrank the old man's age. cancer. Okay. Age. He shrank his age. Yes. <laughs> he shrank his age. Well, so you're saying that if they didn't take out the bullet, he could have shrunk the bullet and everything would have been fine. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's also the damage the bullet did. So maybe maybe that's what happened. He shrank the bullet. No, no, the bullet was already out. He he shrank something. We don't know what. We'll never know. Uh, <laughs> he shrank all the blood cells and life. they came through the dental floss that was tying the vein up. Yeah, yeah, that's probably it. Yep, seems, seems likely. Seems likely. Mm -hmm. All right. Um. Yeah. So Jonah gets a call from Tina, and he shows up, and they're going to have to sacrifice somebody to revive Victor because they need Victor to fix the box. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's that's Jonah's thing. He's like, yeah, Victor is not expendable. A lot of you are. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, and like you said, he wants to sacrifice Janet and not Leslie. Um, and then they start arguing about uh, <laughs> who's going to go in. Uh, and they uh, Jonah starts threatening the family and their kids, which is like, yeah, pretty effective. Gets Dale freaked out, uh -huh. right? Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, I kind of wonder how much the parents are... Like, what else makes them scared of Jonah, right? Like, why didn't they all just say, no, 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 we'll, we'll just kill you or, or something? Like, is they're still taking orders from him. And, I mean, yes, we know that uh, that Jonah has the evidence against them, right? The the stuff that, mm -hmm. that Alex is trying to decrypt on his laptop. Uh, but I'm wondering if, if they're actually just scared of him in general, just as a person. Well, yeah, I mean, he has this, like, otherworldly powers, right? 
super <laughs> technology or just super DNA. So they don't know what he can do. Uh, that's true. They are yeah. thinking through those what ifs. Okay. All right. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I do appreciate Dale uh, pulling the gun when they uh, threaten Gert and Molly. Uh, and he's like, I don't know how to use this. I'm unpredictable. I'm crazy. And then Jeffrey wanted to stop it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, which was but... nice. That's good. He's, you know, the, it's showing, you know, as soon as they start threatening the kids, they all become, they're all like, no, 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 we, we can't let this happen. Yeah, yeah. They, they do actually care about their kids. Everyone yeah, yeah, who is not shot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone who's conscious right now definitely cares about their kids. Yeah, exactly. Um, except for Jonah, who uh, is Carolina's father and is still threatening her. That's right. That has not been announced. Oh, no, it was announced. That's yes, right. it was. Yeah, I had to think about it for a okay. second. Yeah, but yeah, I forget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, cool. All right. That's right. Yeah. Um, so... Um, uh, Janet accepts that she's going to be sacrificed, right? And um, she starts undressing, and then later Robert undresses to get in the box. None of the victims had to undress. Mm-hmm. Um, they, do they just care they about the did. clothes? Yeah, no, they, they all did have to undress. Yeah, yes. um, Destiny. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, they, they wore the Destiny robes. and they put her as a group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then we saw the the flashback to the first one, and then that guy also had to derobe to get in. Okay. Who? When they successfully did the second sacrifice, who did they throw in there? I can't remember. What do you mean the second? Thing? Oh, this. Oh, uh. Oh, um, I forgot the guy's name. The guy who worked for Darius. Um, the one okay. that Alex shot. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't remember if he was clothed. Um, but yeah, but yeah, he gets he tries to get in the box instead and pulls out. Uh, Robert pulls out the fistigons, and um, Tina destroys the box using the staff, like you said, instead of <laughs> reviving Victor. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we don't know what the staff can and cannot do, but yes, that's yeah. Uh, yeah, and Jonah was fine with Robert being the one to die too. Like, so in Jonah's eyes, Robert is expendable at the moment in time. So, yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, but yeah. So after Tina destroys it, um, they ex- Tina and Robert exchange some words, and it, it seems like now Robert mm-hmm. is like all into Tina. Um, yeah. I don't know because yeah. he didn't say that in English, but he seemed to like be yeah. thankful. Yep. Yeah, they seem to make up, or at least like. Find a way to move forward if she hasn't forgiven him all the way yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Or he realized that if he doesn't, she is going to incinerate him as well. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe that one. And then Jonah puts uh, Victor in a box to keep him fresh until they could possibly bring him <laughs> back later. Yeah, I mean, I guess Jonah's just annoyed, but he's like, well, like. All right, I guess this is uh, this is what we have to deal with. Fine. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Anything else for our pride parents? <laughs> uh, I I have one last note. 
Um, so there was a, a part of the scene when Leslie and Tina were about to fight. Um, so I think that that actress who plays Leslie, uh, I think she's seen some stuff because like she immediately went to take off those earrings. Like either I know, right? She's in the fight. Yeah, either she is a person like has been in that situation or someone told her the actress to do that. But like, I don't I don't think that that's a thing you think of when you want to show that you're going to fight. You you like you show raising your fists. You don't show walking no, towards dude, the person dude, taking your earrings uh, off. I've, like people, uh, women take off their earrings because uh, that means they're serious about fighting. Like, no, no, I, uh, I know. I just I. I didn't think that that would be like what they would think to show uh, uh, when this is something that's only like, you know, two seconds of the scene. Th- that's yeah. why I'm, I'm thinking like, yeah, like I my assumption it, is that mm-hmm. it brings into question a little bit about uh, Janet's past because she's like, she knows what to do to fight. <laughs> she's been in fights before. <laughs> yeah, Or you mean Leslie? Yes, I yes. do mean Leslie. <laughs> Yeah, now we're now we're both mixing them up. Yes, dang, Leslie, yes. Uh, Carolina's mom is the one. Well, we're you know what they say: all white her. people look mm-hmm. the same. So that's true. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that. I think that was a good touch because, like, we're not going to see them throw hands, but it looks like it. It makes me believe that she's serious about fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. And that's my last bit for the uh, for the, right. the parents for the bride. Uh, moving on, the guy in the chair. Guy in the chair. And I turn the corner and I see this guy drop his backpack. He's getting all up in his face. And right before he's about to throw the first punch, Katie comes out of nowhere, steps right between us, and starts screaming the lyrics to Hotel California. What? <laughs> it's the art of confusion. Works great on stupid people. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Which I have Amy for that. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So she's playing Star Wars Battlefront with Alex, right? Um, mm-hmm. You can just choose maps in the first Star Wars Battlefront, so I don't know why he's saying you'll never get off, they'll never get off Endor. But whatever. Um, but uh, we find out that Amy's been hacked, and there's been a keylogger installed. Um which obviously she makes her freak out extremely quickly. <laughs> yeah, because she knows what she's been doing. So someone else knows now what she's been doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I don't fully understand. Like, I feel like maybe I was missing something, like why she was scared of her mom that much. Because later she's meeting with, and I don't remember that guy's name. I called him the non-as-guardian in the oh, summary. I call him Beardy. Oh. Yeah, Beardy. She was talking with Beardy. And, like, they seemed, I don't want to say close, but, like, like they knew each other because he was in the backseat of her car. I think they do. They have, like I said before, like, there were times when probably Amy and Tina hung out at the mom's office when they were younger. So this guy probably, like, seen her grow grow up if he's been working for uh, Tina long enough. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, if he's worked for her for so long. um... Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, all right. So she knows that something bad's going to happen, so she's planning to run away. <laughs> um, I don't get how her phone works, because she obviously saw the text message that he found out, uh, and to get out now, 
But when Amy turns on the phone, the text is still on the screen. So she didn't check her text and is just running away for the hell of it. Um, did she just see it? The screen pop, the text message pop up on the screen. I mean, like she didn't she... read the app. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know because like she was packing, so you'd think she would open it. So if her mom comes in, you wouldn't see it. At least that's what I would think. Oh, that makes sense. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, at least we know some mystery person sent her a text message. Yeah. Who is? Oh, yeah. And we see him in the um, doorway, right? I think Alex sends her the text message, right? Or we don't. No, no, because he would no. know about all this. Yeah, stuff we before. don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like usually in these sh- in shows where there are flashbacks like this, like he starts off telling the story and we see the flashback, but then we go beyond mm-hmm. what Alex knows. So that's what confused me. <laughs> uh, yeah exactly like yeah it's not very clear yeah it's it's difficult like it's it's the information for us the audience that we will get to save some time later for the explanation mm-hmm. so they don't have to explain things but i don't know maybe we'll find out next week yep or yep. never i don't know i think we'll probably find out next week or in the finale. We've only got two episodes left. All right. All right. Sounds good. Hmm. <laughs> um, 12% of the plan. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% of credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. I've been dangling over the Grand Canyon for 12 I know, hours. I know, I know, I know. You went to the Grand Canyon? He could have used your help. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really have anything for Frank. Um, I, Everything we... Oh, uh, yeah. I, ca- I kind of said, put yeah. Frank mm-hmm. with pride. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I have one thing for 12% of the plan. Uh... Uh-huh. A couple weeks ago, I criticized um, che- or uh, Alex for his terrible um, voicemail message, right? Okay. Um, I, I owe an apology, because they all have terrible voicemail messages. <laughs> uh, we only yeah, hear Gert and Nico's, but Nico is shaming you for calling people and having a phone, and... Nico is judging you for leaving a voicemail message because people don't do that anymore. Well, again, Tony, teenagers. I know, I know, but they can't get away with everything. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I had a stupid, a handful of stupid voicemail message messages Uh, when I was a teenager. Ugh. No, I'm, I think mine was less like, I don't know if they still do this, but it's like, the voicemail message, you just say your name. It's like, you have reached the voicemail of Tony Camarina. Please leave a message after the beep. <laughs> ah, yeah, you had the one where you didn't get the choice. Like They just, they made you go with the name. No, I remember, like, those them were, giving you a choice. You can oh. record your own. And I chose not to. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was lame. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. All right. Do you have... Um. Let's see. Hmm? No, no, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to move on. Uh, yep. I guess you don't have anything else for 12%. Nope. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. 
Earth just lost her best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? All right, Tony. How many really bad voicemail messages do you rate this episode? I'm going to give this one three and a half very bad voicemail messages. Uh, mostly because I liked the interplay between Pride. I thought that was good. Um, also, more dinosaur. But mostly the interplay <laughs> between Pride and the bickering and Dale just going crazy. <laughs> it was fun. <laughs> Yeah, I, I have the exact same reasoning for my score of a three. I'm not going to yeah. go with three and a half. Honestly, the, the stuff with the teenagers felt like that just brought the episode down. Mm-hmm. Just because it was, there was so little of it. And again, it felt like filler. So yeah, I'm, I'm going with three, but you know, pretty much same reasons as you. Mm-hmm. All right. And with that, I think that's the end of our show. So join us next time as we cover Runaways Season 1, Episode 9 doomsday where lex luther creates a clone of super wait no wrong doomsday uh but remember to follow well i don't know we haven't watched the episode yet it could be the same doomsday remember to follow us on twitter and give us that rating on whatever podcast app you're using and as always this is marvel cinematic rewind signing off have a marvelous day Learning, you, you jazz free will preach rubbing your filthy hands on